with the Go MRI Man. Spread the knowledge. Motivate the people. All right, what's up, everybody? It's Kwame, a.k.a. MRI Man. Yeah, what's up, man? Everyone just chill, chill. All right, yeah, this is the best radiology, best MRI, best freaking podcast out there, man. So, yeah, give it up. Give it up. Give it up for you guys, man. Thanks for making me number one. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, we got a great classic episode, as always, okay? We're going to be talking about all the controversial issues that have been going on lately in MRI. Number one, what the hell, Brazil? In Brazil, there was a lawyer who brought in a gun, a gun into MRI. They tried to warn him. He was accompanying his mother that was getting an MRI. And yeah, man, this guy brought a gun into the MRI room, gun went off, shot him in the abdomen. They rushed him to the hospital and he died, man. My prayers go out to the family, first of all. Leandro, I believe his name was, in Brazil. Rest in peace. This is terrible, you know. Um, Apparently, they tried to warn him, though, you know. Apparently, they did, but, uh, man, Crazy how this happened, man. Crazy. I just incomplete shock. You know, like, why did you have to bring your gun in there, man? Like, did they not explain to you enough that the magnetic field will pull any kind of metal off of your body outside of your pockets, wherever the gun was on his waistband? And I was actually... uh looking at a study where they actually brought in guns to the MRI room and I'm guessing they had blanks in them and two out of the six guns went off. So it's like not the trigger necessarily probably doesn't have to be pulled, but it has something to do with the fire pin uh, reacting to the magnetic field and hitting the bullet and going off. But it's insane, man. This is crazy. Um, it's another warning, man, that this can happen to any of us, man. We do our best to warn the patients, don't bring in any metal, change, do this, do that. And, you know, he's accompanying his mom, right? So he doesn't necessarily have to change. He can come in with some jeans and a shirt. And you'll be like, okay, you don't have a belt buckle on. That's fine. You couldn't see the gun that was stashed in his waistband, right? So that's how that happened. This could literally happen to anybody. You know, this literally can. You can ask everyone. We don't pat anyone down. You know, I don't, at my place, we don't have a metal detector, you know? So it sucks that everyone had to go through this. This was probably very rough for the, uh, you know, for the MRI techs. Uh, rough for the family and it was it's just a huge thing man it happened in brazil and i didn't hear anybody uh really talk about this um i posted this stuff on my instagram i was actually actually notified by uh brazil uh uh global news network they hit me up they wanted to use some of my uh, some of my clips from my site 
And uh, I was like, wow, I didn't hear about this. And uh, I immediately posted it online, you know. I was like, people need to know. This is the reality, you know. And patients always, like, underplay the the, the magnet because it, it doesn't look like it'll do anything, right? They think it's like a CAT scan or an x-ray, but they don't understand the strength of this magnet. And I always tell them, like, look, if you were to bring in that wheelchair or that your walker, it will lift off the ground and fly violently into the machine. I tell them stuff like that, you know, because they they just don't see the problem, you know. They don't see or understand how strong it is. Um, this is not enough education. Um, we do play them a safety video. I think that's helped out tremendously. Um, you guys uh, in your MRI waiting area, you guys should have... Uh, a screen, a TV, just constantly playing, looping that uh, MRI safety video, you know, whatever two minute video, just have them sit there and watch that. And it really helps. Um, but this, this happened, uh, you know, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, but, you know, we need to talk about it. And how could we have prevented this, you know? At this point, I'm sure that that uh, that facility is now making everybody change that's entering that room, right? Um, I don't know about Brazil, but I know in the USA we have um, labels all over the door saying, you know, don't bring any weapons in there, metal, like big, huge labels on there. So, um, and I just remember uh, working on a mobile trailer and uh there was a sign saying no no weapons no firearms allowed in the trailer i thought that was kind of weird and i was like maybe something happened before you know um there there has been some other incidents uh i have looked up and maybe i'll post some pictures on the side but um somebody did bring in a um a firearm into the mri uh you know room before and it was a guard it was a guard for an inmate and uh, the gun flew out, <clears throat> you know, from his holster, stuck to the machine. Um, in that incident, no, no one got hurt. But, you know, this does happen. Um, it's good to spread the word on that. Um, but, yeah, man, just insane, insane. Um, but, yeah, man. And then I, there's another story I want to talk about. And I actually, I heard the story because this happened in California. Um, the title of uh, this, this article was a uh, man accused of intentionally driving off a cliff with his wife and two children uh, faces attempted murder charges. So basically, he tried to kill himself and his whole family. Um, this happened in California um insane i'll show a picture of the car it, it was a tesla and they all survived this was a 41 year old from california um he drove off a cliff on the pacific coast highway with his wife and two children um but yeah man the the, the car plunged 250 to 300 feet into a rocky beach area known as the devil's slide so this is 20 miles south of San Francisco. Um, but yeah, man, they all they all survived. And you're, you're probably telling me, 
why am I bringing this up? Why am I bringing this up? Because this man um, that did this, you know, to his family, it turns out that he is actually a radiologist, okay? Which is uh, interesting because I'm like, well, why, you know, you think about it, you're like, why would a radiologist do this? And, um, you know, why was he depressed, right? You know, it's a good job. I'm sure that, you know, he's making great amount of money. He's driving a $100,000 car um, with his family. And it's, uh, unfortunately, I've heard some other stories about radiologists um, committing suicide, um, actually at a hospital that I worked at. And um, it was due to depression. And this guy seems to be going through the same thing. Um, and there's also some other, other articles um, talking about um, how a lot of doctors and uh, more specifically radiologists are depressed. And um, a high percentage and they don't really talk about it. You know, they don't seek help. Um, a lot of these radiologists are not people, persons, you know, they don't like to talk to anyone. They're really reclusive and they kind of just hold things in. I know that's what this article was talking about. And I'll talk about another suicide that happened because of burnout. Um, a young Minnesota radiologist, um, ultimately ended her life due to quote unquote a sinister side of burnout uh you know every year radiologists are expected to read more you know do more work and uh, this uh lady uh gretchen butler she was a type of uh radiologist that wouldn't say no you know she was just like yeah sure i'll do more work and I guess it took a toll on her, and she ended her life, man. She was a neuroradiologist at the, the Mayo Clinic um, and, you know, also went to the University of Minnesota. But, yeah, man, it's like these are these are stories that nobody nobody talks about, and it's sad, man, that you can push someone like that and what's the point? Like, what's the point of pushing someone to do all this um, just for your business, just so you can make more money? Um, truly sad. Then I went down a little rabbit hole. There's several articles on radiologist depression. Um, there's this website called the Rad Arounds. And it said that they did a, a survey. Um, and it looks like 45% of radiologists are likely to work more than 51 hours a week. And only 25% of radiologists are happy at work. So there's a huge sign here. You know, radiologists are obviously overworked, stressed out to a point where they don't really like their job anymore. So um, it's kind of terrible, man, to, to, to hear that. And it just sucks. It makes sense, though, because, I mean, from what I've seen, um, it seems that a lot of uh, radiologists don't try not to work so much, um, only a few days a week, especially the older ones. And it, I can completely understand. I mean, it's just, 
you're asked to read, I don't know how many exams they read a day. Let's say over a hundred. It's, it's crazy. I mean, you're just there locked in and boom, 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 boom. And you got to go do a procedure. It's like you're a robot all day and you don't really have time to think about anything else. Um, your personal life, um, you're just constantly just reading other, you know, taking care of other people's problems and just seeing crazy stuff all day, negative stuff. I mean, it, it has to take a toll on, on people. I mean, it's just us being human, right? Um, you can go so cold, you can go so numb, but if you care, you know, if you have sympathy for people and it, it could, it could wear on them. Um, there has to be a change and a balance, um, and there has to be a consideration for these radiologists, man. It's rough. It's rough out there, but, uh, yeah, it's wild. It's wild. Um, but if there's any radiologists listening or any other technology, even technologists, you guys going through stuff, you guys, you need to seek help. And that's, it's enough about that. Um, but yeah, the last thing I want to kind of talk about is scanning inmates scanning prisoners and i would love to hear what you guys got to say about that i was actually talking to one of my good friends uh douglas boyd he is a director at west coast ultrasound we're just talking about you know inmates like scanning them the problems we have the solutions um first things first um you're scanning a dangerous inmates you know somebody that's been locked up for violent crimes if you've never done this before this is how it goes they arrive at the facility in a van that has a cage in the back they are shackled on uh, their legs are shackled together on their ankles their hands are shackled together i think they're even locked to the the seat of the car and they arrive with two guards, two armed guards, someone wearing all this stuff, vest, all kind of every damn accessory you can think of. They bring this patient to the MRI. And um, when I first started, they would take the metal shackles off, obviously, and that was it. And I was like, wait, shouldn't they be restrained? You know? They arrived. They arrived um, in shackles, and you guys have guns. Shouldn't this guy be in some kind of in something? Some zip ties? Oh no, no, no! That's how we do it. Hmm, that doesn't seem right. Um, you know, started talking to other people, and they're like, "No, we always have him restrained." Um, I even heard a CT tech was attacked, beat up. Um, I also scanned several people from the prisons that work there that have neck surgeries, back surgeries, cause they got attacked and they're, they are, uh, nurses and stuff. They've been attacked, you know, ruined for life. Some retired early. Um, I don't want to do that. I don't get paid to fight somebody. Half of them. Yeah. I can probably drop them easily, but I don't get paid to fight. I'm not a bodyguard, you know? I freaking knock someone out, I break my hand, then what? Then I can't I can't do this. I can't scan. Come on, man. Um, but yeah, man. I don't know what you guys think about that. 
are you scanning inmates? Do you restrain them? Should they be restrained? Also, should a guard be ready to go in the MRI room if something goes down? Say if someone's getting down, getting attacked in the MRI room, but the guards are fully all this metal on, what's the move? They're going to drop their gun on the ground and then run in? That doesn't make sense either. Nothing's happened where I'm at, but what if something does happen? Then what? Then what? Even if they are restrained, guess what? You can still swing like that, right? You can still knock someone out or you can still wrap someone up and choke them. So, you can, you know, what if something happens? Then what? Then what's the move? They don't build speed bumps until someone gets ran over, right? So, I'm just saying be careful. Um, nobody really talks about this. You don't learn this in school. Um, but I have heard stories that techs have been attacked. So, you know, just bring that up. That's all I want to say. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, nothing crazy. Um, you know, other than that, man, I had a, I had a, I had a pretty good week at, at work, man. Um, I only worked two days this week. That's what's up. Um, I had a lot of side things I had to do. Um, I'm talking with some other companies. Uh, we're trying to, I'm trying to bring some education to some students right now. Basically, I can't tell you too much. I don't know if the deal is going to fall through. Hopefully it does. Cause I do want to be part of that, you know, educational part of MRI. Um, what else is going on, man? I, I entered the art contest for the ASRT. That's not announced till April. See what's up with that. Um, I'm also gonna. Um, I found someone that's gonna do the just scan it um, t-shirts. Um, if you don't know what that is, if you're watching on my YouTube channel, it's basically. Can you see that? Yeah, this sticker right here. Just scan it, but we're putting it on shirts and hoodies. Um, hit me up if you're interested in getting one. It's not listed yet on the site on Etsy yet, but it will be. Uh, if you wanted to pre-order one, hit me up and we'll get you one soon. Um, but yeah, man, just, just, you know, I'm also, uh, I'm starting school. I'm starting school on, let's see, March, March, March 3rd, something like that. Going back to school, man. Um, basically for business, um, business marketing, that kind of stuff. Um, I feel like all of us have to continue to grow, you know what I mean? To continue to get better and just to like transform, dude, evolve into something. Because think about it. Are you the same person you were 10 years ago? Are you the same person you were five years ago? Have you improved? Have you learned a new skill? a new hustle? Have you done anything? So yeah, man, you got to think about that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, that's just me. And I think it should be you guys too. You should always, you know, just be trying to improve yourself, do something new, learn a new skill, learn a new hustle. You know, it's cool. 
we're making, you know, the people we work for rich, right? Do you ever stop and think like, hey, maybe I should work on myself. Maybe I should push for something. You know, maybe you don't know what it is. Start writing stuff down. Different ideas, different hustles, man. Buy yourself some real estate. Start <laughs> start uh, building uh, building chairs out of wood. I don't know. Teach some surf lessons, you know. Coach a basketball team. I don't know. Do something different, man. Outside of MRI, you got to have other hobbies, man. Work on cars. You know what I mean? I used to vinyl wrap cars. Stop doing that. It was a hustle. I just stopped. I don't know why I got caught up in work. But, you know, a lot of people are going to tell you, you can't do things. You can't do that. You have to do this. Just stay in your lane. And, you know, all we're doing is clocking in and clocking out every single day. It's the same thing. It's the same damn song. And if that's what you want your legacy to be, so be it. But I want more. You know what I mean? not saying MRI man ain't going nowhere I'm me and I'm always going to be on this mic talking about something you know but I'm thinking about it you know the last five I've been scanning for like almost seven years I mean what's next what else can I do maybe I'll start teaching you know what I mean but I want you guys to think about that you know what's your next goal what's the next move Learn a new skill, do a new hobby. But yeah, this week, if you're listening, I want you guys to do something new this week. New hobby or learn a new skill. That should be like one of your goals, man. Come on. I already got a couple things I want to do, you know. I've been... uh Using a third party to make all my shirts. Um, I make all the stickers myself. That's a new thing that I learned. I just learned that like last year. I taught myself how to do it. I watched a bunch of YouTube videos and just did it. And yeah, it's freaking awesome, man. But the next thing that I do want to do is um, start making the shirts myself. You know, cut, I want to cut the middleman out. You know, that's another skill I want to learn. Do that. Um, I want to start doing a little bit of teaching, uh, and if this deal falls through with this company, I'm going to be doing, I'll be doing that. So I feel like if you want to accomplish something, you can do it, man. You just got to write it down and chip away at it every day. You know what I mean? You're going to suck at first, but eventually you're going to get better. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, find yourself a side hustle, dude. Like I used to work with uh, the technologists that uh, uh, photography business. They took like one photography class. Next, you know, they're doing weddings. You know, they're taking uh, portraits. They're doing all that. They're making money, dude, not only to support their hobby, but a little side cash, man. You know what? What's stopping you, man? People come from other countries and open up businesses here. You know, somebody down the street selling ice cream, you know, uh, selling whatever, candy. 
I mean, it's it's technically it's a biz it's a business, man. You don't think about it, but they are entrepreneurs, man. They just go for it. They don't care. You know, you may be like, ah, oh, that's lame, but you don't know. They could be making three, four hundred dollars a day. You know what I mean? Selling ice cream. So that's how I see it, man. I'm just I'm constantly just brainstorming stuff, man. And I I feel like you guys don't really know who I am, like to the fullest, like the things that I've done, the things that I, that how many times I've failed, you know what I mean? I've been trying to start stuff. You know, I told you I had, I had a, a car, a vinyl wrap company. Um, and it did well. I, we wrapped several cars. This is while I was going to school. I had like three employees and uh ended up moving business shut shut down but i did very well man and i never wrapped a car in my life never and you know saw some youtube videos got some people that knew how to do it and we just i marketed i did some marketing took some pictures people showing up you know so if you want it enough you can do it man and uh that's what i think sounds corny but that's what i think america is all about man it's about opportunities you got the opportunities you got the tools especially if you're doing mri so now you got you're not rich but you have money to get things going you know what i mean to get it off the ground right i had 400 bucks to buy this you know cricket you know another 300 by this printer, you know, 500 for the camera, the mic, 200, 100. So it's like you're getting this money, you're investing it, and you may not see money the first year. You know what I mean? Um, I started MRI Man in like 2016. And, uh, you know, it no, 2017, and I didn't know what it was going to do. I didn't know. And I just kept doing it and it helped a lot of people. And, uh, you know, now it's starting to take off. Now I'm starting to get little deals here and there. And it's going to be a great year. And I'm also, I can't really tell you, but <clears throat> I have another, it's not my podcast, but I'm going to be on someone else's podcast. That's another, another deal coming down the pipeline. Um, But yeah, man, I mean, with all of this um, going on, you know, I was able to take an extra day off, you know what I mean? So now I can focus on this more. Um, but yeah, dude, enough talking about me. Um, you know, I love, I love helping people on here and I, I get a lot of the same questions and um, concerns. Usually, usually people would tell me if, you know, Oh, give me some tips on how to get into MRI school, how to get past the interview. And I already made videos on that. You know, it's already out there. And, uh, you know, people are like, oh, how do I get paid more and stuff like that. It's like, go watch my last video, man. I've been doing that. And it's all there, man. If you go to my YouTube channel, it's all there. All the keys all the tools you need, man. I talk about everything. This is the part of the show where I'm going to answer some questions. Um, 
this is the first one. Hi, I, it's a long question, man. I be getting these questions. It's like, man, you guys want to watch my videos first? Anyway, um, hi, I just wanted to reach out with the question. Do you feel that MRI techs that graduate with MRI only as a primary pathway is some sort of disadvantage versus versus the ones that have RT and MRI? Very common question. Um, it all goes to preference, man, on what you want to do. Um, do you want to be an x-ray tech? Do you want to be a CT tech? Then yes, go to school for rad tech first, then cross train and get licensed in MRI and CT. If that's what you want to do. Um, personally, I did not want to do that. Um, for various reasons, I didn't want to work around radiation. I did not want to shoot x-rays and have no interest in doing CT. I want to just master MRI. Plain and simple. I knew that from the start. I, I just, I respect what they do and it's huge part of the radio, radiology family. Just not for me. I don't care how much you guys pay me. I don't want to do x-ray. Um, yes. Um, currently, yes. It makes no sense, but hospitals are like, oh, do you have your x-ray? I'm like, nah. Isn't this an MRI position? Yeah, but um, according to our old um, union, you have to have CRT, x-ray license. I'm like, that makes no sense. Like, I'm going to be doing only MRIs and you want me to do x-ray too? And then there's some places that are really slow and they want you to do x-ray on downtime. Um, but yeah, if you have concerns about that, just get that RT first, man. Just, just go for that. Then he's saying, I've been reading specifically in NY, it's impossible to land in a hospital position without an RT credential and that California is more open to hiring just MRI technologists with no x-ray. Yeah. In California, a lot of places hire you without x-ray, um, I don't know. I mean, it's up to you, my guy. Um, this is from a guy. His name's Teddy. Teddy R. Thank you for what you do. It's been a rewarding to watch all your videos. I'm considered going into MRI as a career for the clinical trial research. What? I'm targeting the school you went to as my in-laws live right in that area. Okay, cool. Good luck to you, man. This other one comes out from Jared. Hi, MRI man. I was wondering when becoming an MRI tech, do I need both an armrit and ART license? Or does it depend on what side I'm in? A okay, first of all, if you have a chance to get ART, get the ART. Armrit is fine. Armrit is growing and they're getting stronger. Um, most places are accepting either. Um, it used to be that hospitals only accepted ART. But since there is a shortage of technologists, um, Armrit is fine. I would just have one. But if I can choose from both, you know, I would choose ART. Uh, is learning MRI hard? Hell yeah, it's freaking very hard. Okay, I'm going to read some questions from my YouTube channel. This one is from Alma. She says, what happens when you can't lift a patient? Do you have a lift policy to ensure the employee doesn't get injured? Nah, well, yes and no. Um, they may tell you to use two people to lift somebody, but be careful. 
because some people that are like 300 pounds, some crazy like that, definitely, definitely should be using a Hoyer lift. This is a device that could uh, lift the patient up onto the bed safely. Um, but yeah, I would be very careful. Anybody over 200, 220, it's, it's going to be very hard, man. Um, and it's going to take several people to do it. Um, it's easier at a hospital when they're in gurneys already, cause then you can just slide them, use a sliding board, um, to transfer. But as far as like somebody coming in, you know, in a wheelchair and getting them from the wheelchair to the bed, especially if the uh, MR table doesn't go low, that can be difficult. Um, no real policy, um, to be honest with you, from what I've seen. Um, but yeah, definitely a Hoyer lift would be the, the go-to for that. Take the table out, get a Hoyer lift. Yeah. All right, guys, I think I'm going to um, wrap it up now. I've uh, been on here for a while. But yeah, man, hit me up, ask me any questions or anything you want me to cover. And also, what's going on with that CNI school, man? Anyone got an update? I heard, supposedly, CNI was able to start testing for ART. Um, but yeah, I'm not really sure. Uh, anyway, like, subscribe, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, I'm on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, all that. All right. Oh, yeah, check out the Etsy store, MRI Man, on the Etsy store. I'm out of here, dude. Have a good weekend. Peace.